Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And welcome to the Sportive Podcast. I'm Randball Stew. Um, let's see. Everyone else has kids. They're all very young. Then the people who have them never sleep. When they're awake, uh, they're usually doing dad stuff. So uh, you just got me. Um, fortunately, we also have uh, sitting in uh, tonight uh, Randball Stew's wife, Mandy. Say hi, Mandy. Hi. And uh, what we're going to try to do here is just. Uh, muddle through a good uh, 35, 40 minutes of sportsish topics. Just basically, we're just tap dancing until we can, you know, at least try to get two or three of us together at some point to have an actual podcast. But until then, um, you uh, you bought the ticket and you're taking the ride, everybody. So um, let's see. I know Brandon's got the kids tonight. He's on dad duty. Uh, John is either sleeping or yelling at soccer players, and Clarence is probably berating an umpire somewhere with reason. I want to point that out. It is not without reason. So you get us. Um, first of all, uh, hey, uh, we'll try to do a segment from the normal podcast here. What are you drinking tonight, Mandy? Um, I'm drinking wine. It was just something random that I picked up at the liquor store tonight um, because I felt like having some wine. That's great, hon. Um, <laughs> I am drinking a zombie dust um, from Three Floyds, um, courtesy of listener Marty Kane, who is just an absolute mensch. Um, he actually um, employs my daughter as a nanny over the summer and um, gifted me with those, and that was pretty awesome, Marty, so thank you. Um, you can find him on Twitter at Markane.com or something like that. I think it's Markane. But um, anyway, thanks, Marty. Appreciate it. Um, there's your shout-out. Um, to get uh, this, I know um, I, I brought a, a six-pack back from the Wisconsin Dells when we went there a couple weeks back. Um, but I think if you are on your game, you can grab it at Casanova in Hudson maybe a couple other places closer to the border but it's uh, it's pretty hard to get it's pretty great it's a single hop mosaic beer it's fantastic and if you can find one you should drink it because it's really good um and mandy you appear to have brought the bottle of wine over oh i did it was um it's sauvignon blanc it's from beach house which is apparently a south african wine again i, I think i got it just because i really liked the um starfish on the bottle um which i know is really the 
best way to to buy wine. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, Colin, if you're listening to this, you can like you know just <laughs> roast Mandy on Twitter tomorrow over her poor choice of wines. This Australia is nowhere near Italy, and uh, no, you were there South for two Africa. weeks once. I know. Or, oh, Not sorry. Australia. Well, neither one of those places is anywhere near Italy. I think the map will will bear me out on this. Um, let's see. Let's talk sports. All right. Um, let's see. The Twins um, righted themselves last weekend. They swept the uh, uh, Cleveland uh, racist mascots um, on the road and took first place back in the AL Central. Um, but they're in the process of losing three out of four to Boston. Um, speaking of racist. Um, but um, I think they're only going to be down a game and a half. So, you know, it's not the end of the world. Um, it looks, from what tonight, it looked like uh, another Kyle Gibson special. He was great first time through the order. Um, not great the second time through the order. And then the third was just terrible. Um, so they're losing 6-3 to three going into the ninth right now. You will know the result of this, if this was folly or if this was prescience. But um, Phil Hughes looked pretty good, actually, in his relief appearance. His first time pitching um, in the major since he got his kneecap broke last year. So um, that was good. To, um, first time pitching in relief since getting his kneecap broke last year. He did uh, start some in the beginning of the year and had not a lot of success and then got hurt. So um, anyway, we're happy for him. He seems like a decent guy. Anyway, um, let's see. So they're a game and a half back, probably. Um they have the Royals coming up this weekend. Um, they have another doubleheader. They have um, somebody called Felix Jorge coming up from Double A to pitch one of the games. Um, I'm not a great prospect mind, so I cannot tell you a goddamn thing about Felix Jorge. And if his actual name is Jorge Felix, that would not surprise me. That's how little I know about Felix Jorge or Jorge Felix. But um, I'm glad that it's a prospect instead of another retread or a guy that got off the waiver wire. I half expected them to grab Bartolo Colon when he got DFA'd tonight. So um, we'll see what happens. Pardon me? What's a DFA? A DFA is designated for assignment. So um, we'll see how that goes for the Twins. Um, Royals are playing better right now, but, I mean, every time you think – you can safely say they're going to be sellers instead of buyers at the trade deadline. They do things like sleep, uh, sweep Cleveland at Cleveland. And um, what's wrong, hon? Was your nipple bleeding? Uh, my nipple's not bleeding, honey. But there There's is a, red on you. There is red on me right where my uh, left nipple would be. <laughs> um, <laughs> nope. I think it just might have been a... Sorry, it was a little distracting. <laughs> we got, uh, Celia got those purple towels. I bet a purple towel maybe bled into it a little bit. That's not what that looks like. I know okay. it doesn't, but I'm not, I don't Sorry. feel any pain down there, so <laughs> I hope everything's Sorry. okay. No, 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 it's okay. It's okay. It was... Piper's going to come over and look. You got wet on you, Paul. Yep, I know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sorry. Anyway, yeah. So, twins, yay. Uh, they're still not uh, bad. Right? Right. Great. Okay, um, next topic. Uh, Brandon wanted us to talk about the Jimmy Butler uh, trade for the Wolves. I liked it. Okay, next topic. Um, <laughs> we're going to the Minnesota Wild. Um, the Wild lost a couple of players um, in the last week because of the NHL expansion uh -huh. draft. Um, yes, uh, Matt Hala. <laughs> 
was the player they lost. Um, he was a boy, and Chuck was the boss. Could I make it any more obvious? Um, he was a skater boy. Chuck said, see you later, boy. He wasn't good enough for the wild. Um, so that's a... That's, uh, that's, a, that's an Avril Lavigne reference. Um, okay, and Piper's singing the rest of the song from the next room over. Um, anyway, the uh, lost Matt Halla um, to the Las Vegas Golden Knights, which is absolutely like the, that's the dumbest name. In it's yeah, it's like it's like the team like it's the, worse than the wild. It's like there's a Jean Claude Van Damme hockey movie, and that's the name of the team <laughs> that he plays for. <laughs> And then he like no. then he like you know kickboxes with his skates and like decapitates the villain at the end. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's hard to believe that there is a team called the Las Vegas Golden Knights. First of all, how, it's a Golden Knight. I don't know why you needed to like give him like a a, a hue. That's weird. The, I mean, I know there's a black knight and I know there's a white knight, but Golden Knight golden just Pinky. that's like you just peed it's, on a knight. It's is Vegas. all it is. Yeah, it's, it's exactly. Vegas. So I I don't know why I've had this weird this this image in my head ever since I found out that Vegas was getting a hockey team. So when I was a kid, I, we lived in Barstow, California, which is not very far from Las Vegas driving. You actually have to go through Barstow from, to get from LA to Vegas if, if you so choose to drive there. And so we used to actually go there quite a bit when I was a kid. Um, I had a great uncle that lived there. He had this condo. We'd stay there. It was kind of a cheap weekend for us. Uh, and we would go to the mall in Vegas and they actually had an ice rink in the middle of the mall, a, a skating rink in the middle of the mall. And my dad is looking at me like I'm insane, but this is really, this is a real thing. So, of course, the first thing that popped into my head, which I know is not happening, but the first thing that popped into my head was these professional hockey games happening in the middle of a mall at this hockey, or the skating rink. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, well, that makes sense. <laughs> That's all I can think of. No. And it, it, it's like an 80s. It sounds like a bad 80s movie. I don't know. No, it really does. And <laughs> I, uh, you know, I mean, there's, again, um, the best story in the whole league uh, this past season was Nashville, which is not a hockey hotbed. They have... Um, Your purds? My, my purds um, <laughs> made the Stanley Cup final. They did not succeed, but they have... Um, by all accounts, one of the best uh, fan support uh, groups in the NHL. The entire country. They like closed. They they closed down the Grand Ole Opry. <laughs> they uh, literally they dig up Hank Williams's corpse and they like park him like right at the center ice. Um, it's 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 incredible. But uh, no, seriously, they have a, a ton of support there and it's great. And it's I know um, friend of the show John Marthaler um, is despises Sunbelt hockey. But um, in this case, at least, it appears to have been successful. And uh, Gary Bettman maybe did something right somehow. And it's uh, it's weird. I don't. That's we live in a different world. Um, and that's a thing that we have to deal with. Uh oh, what's wrong? Nothing. Okay, sorry. She's. Um, I was just having a side conversation. Oh, okay. Well, that's 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 not what we do on podcasts, honey. It's a tight <laughs> ship that we're running here, and I really wish you would pay the process more respect. <laughs> um, Let's see. Um, that was, I think, all the hockey content we had. Um, let's see. What have we... I uh, just got a You Heard with Purd Happily, a screenshot from the youngest daughter, Piper. Um, let's see. Let's move on to um, running. Oh, something I know a little bit about. Okay. Um, <laughs> one of us is running a half marathon on Tuesday, Tuesday the 4th of July, America's birthday, Kid Rock. Um is it you or me? 
It's probably me. Okay. Uh, tell us a little more about it, Mandy. <laughs> well, uh, it's the Red, White, and Boom in Northeast Minneapolis. I'm running it with my sister-in-law. Uh, she and I usually do one or two halves together a year. And uh, she and my brother are actually moving to Texas uh, at the end of the month. So we've chosen this one to be kind of our last one for a while, at least in Minnesota. Uh, I've talked about heading down there, maybe running Dallas with her, but we'll see what happens. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, running this half on, on Tuesday. I'm not incredibly prepared for it. A uh, little injury over the winter uh, once, once I had started getting back to trying to get back into running again uh, or good consistent running again and uh, didn't go so well so I had a little bit of a break there and then we got kind of busy we had a kid graduating from high school we had a party happening family in town um, the Wisconsin Dells and I was not as consistent as I should have been so trying to do a decent job training for this over a couple weeks time I guess we'll we'll see what happens <laughs> So it doesn't look, it starts at 6.30 in the morning, so it shouldn't be too ridiculously hot. That might help. I don't know. What else? What do you want me to say? Um, nothing really. I just wanted to see where your, your where your head was at. And um, I know the the sportive uh, listening audience is uh, invested in um, your your race career. Oh. Um, so we just uh, want to see, like, you know, it's basically it's like a pregame, you know, for that. And we just sure. want to see how the training, you, did, you ran a... Uh, a 12-mile uh, prep rate uh, on run on Monday. How'd that go, honey? Um, it wasn't it wasn't great, but it was better than my 11-mile the week before. So things are improving. Um, I'm definitely not going to PR on Tuesday, but I don't think it's going to be my worst run ever. Um, I'm looking at it as just kind of a good stepping stone. I'm hoping to I'm planning to run the Twin Cities Marathon this year with my friend Rob uh, in October. So uh, hopefully this is good. Just kind of. Early marathon training, moving into that and getting comfortable in it again, and I think it'll, I think it'll hopefully it'll set me up pretty good. Yeah. Well, we look forward to it. And I think, I think I'll be running. Is it called the RBC, the Minnesota Half Marathon? I think Wade ran it. Does Wade's Wade's company have something to do? I think with the RBC Half Marathon. Um, if you're talking about sportive fact checker Wade. Yeah, he's um, the one. Yeah, I think they have a race. Um, I think what they do is they run around Lunani's house and make fun of his lisp, um, but, they, but behind his back because uh, that's that's just they're kind of like that way. It's not. It's I, I don't like it personally. It's mean. It's mean spirited. And then they just, they say Feldman import, and it's just it's it's it, it's cruel. I'm I'm not kidding. It's cruel, and I'm tired of it. Um, so anything else about running you want to talk about? I could probably talk about it all night, but I don't know that you would care enough for the conversation to be very two-sided. So we can go ahead and move on. Okay. Um, and we're probably going to dedicate the remainder of this episode to uh, questions from Twitter, which um, really sort of I put out like as a half-ass. Hopefully we can get like five minutes of content out of this. But uh, we have a lot. Uh, we got flooded with questions here. So... Um, I am going to scroll up here, or scroll down as the case may be. Well, I wrote some notes down, too. Okay, do you want to take the first one? 
Um, about the uh, the first one I, I have I wrote down was from Patrick Donnelly. Okay. Um, he actually gave us a couple of really good questions. Actually, the first one was about renting a barn for for Celia's grad party. Oh yeah. And uh, it actually worked out really well. Um, do you want to like do the background around this? I don't think I was, we just, I was gonna. About. Okay. I was, I was cool. getting there, babe. Thank you. Cool. A uh, <laughs> uh, friends, uh, Josh and, and Liz, uh, they're um, Josh's aunt and uncle actually own this barn. It was one that they remodeled for their daughter's wedding a few years ago. And it's absolutely amazing. Um, there's two floors to it. Upstairs has a bar and a great place where a band could, could set up. And um, the downstairs is really pretty open. They've got, you know, fairy lights all over. So decorating, um, any decorating that you want to do on your, have to do on your own is, is very minimal. So we were incredibly fortunate to, to be able to use this, this, this space for Celia's grad party. And uh, it was amazing. We were a little bit nervous because it was about 95 degrees that day. Um, but it's, um, the, you know, lots of concrete. And <laughs> we were able to keep the doors pretty much shut. So that kept it cooler. Uh, upstairs was really hot. But there was a giant fan. And that's where the beer was. So mm -hmm. that's where most people actually hung out. Even mm -hmm. though it was about a billion degrees up there. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is very true. Uh, I think it was great. I, I, we were actually just at a grad party last weekend. Um, and the people, the parents of the, the grad for that party were actually at Celia's party. And she, they actually brought up that they've, they've been talking to other people about this location and were saying how great of a location it was for a party. Uh, so I think we won the grad party location this year and at least, you know, in the, in the area. I think we, I think we got it, did a really good job. Yeah, we're very fortunate. I would, yes, I would agree. Uh, I want to again thank the Creever family for letting us. Was it Creevers? No, Creevers. God damn it! Tra trout. Trout. God damn it! The trouts. <laughs> um, if you need a well dug, go to Trout Wells. Everybody. Sorry, I thought it was Creever. Can no. you edit that? No, I cannot edit that. That's uh, it's going to be a warts and all podcast. Um, <laughs> another uh, site. It's, it's funny that uh, Donnelly uh, wrote that question because. Um, for those who, um, I have a couple listeners here, I think, who also listen to me occasionally on the TBTL podcast, um, and uh, Celia wondered if Donnelly and Zach Floyd, Floyd on Twitter, were Luke and Andrew from the, the TBTL podcast. She thought, she thought they were Luke and Andrew. She thought, Luke, she thought Zach <laughs> and Patrick were uh, uh, Public Radio's Luke Burbank and Andrew and, Walsh. In all fairness, so her, she hasn't actually met Luke and Andrew either. But we've got these – the, it's a public radio uh, podcast that they do, and so they do, um, you know, fundraisers every year. And one year their fundraiser the, – the fundraiser gifts, prizes, I don't know, were uh, – swag – were these little dolls of Luke and Andrew. And so really – we and so we have these dolls, and I think – and that's really what Celia thinks about her. That's what she knows of Luke and Andrew is these little dolls. So in all fairness, I mean, I guess kind of <laughs> – we one has glasses and <laughs> and the other one has a laser baldness helmet. So. so anyway, so yeah, she she the whole time she didn't know until the next day. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a pretty pretty good spoof, as uh, the TBTL kids would say. So um, yeah, um, we would recommend getting a barn in Sartell if you have a child graduated in Central Minnesota. I think. <laughs> Um, let's see the next. Thanks for coming too, Patrick. Oh, yeah. Yes, way. thank you, Pat. Did he have another? Oh, he had another one, didn't he? Yes. He wanted to know about the breakdown of our household duties. Are they? Do they split down regular, like typical, standard gender lines, or do we just kind of go willy nilly with the bit? And you... uh, 
they do not break down along traditional gender lines. Um, I think the best way to describe it is I do most of the day-to-day stuff, and then you do most of the big cleaning tasks or the big baking tasks. Yes, that's fair. Um, But, yeah, like laundry, dishes, uh, general upkeep, that's me. Uh, they bring Mandy in on the weekends to, like, you know, collaborate on the album or something. I don't know. But, yeah, it's uh, it's not a traditional gender thing because that's stupid. And um, just try to... We do what works. Yeah, we do what works. Yeah. So basically, it started with because Mandy worked out of town. I worked in town. So it made more sense for me to do that stuff. Now we both work out of town, but I'm just kind of used you to got, it. You, well, you work from so, home a couple days a I week. Do. And yeah. that, that helps with that. And if we, if I was allowed to do the grocery shopping, all we would ever eat is snacks, appetizers. I'm the person that goes to the grocery store and spends a couple hundred dollars. We get home and there's nothing to make for a meal. But if you want somebody to shop for snacks, I'm your girl. Yes, we would all have diabetes if Mandy uh, <laughs> did the gr- grocery shopping, but. It would be a delicious diabetes because she's very good at buying the snacks. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's how the house, the Newman household uh, errand and chores thing breaks down. So um, he had one more, right? Um, yes, coolest person to like or respond to you on Twitter. Um, I have two. Well, you go first. Uh, Rhett Miller. Actually, I think he just he liked a tweet. And Jason Isbell actually responded. I asked him a question about one of his songs, and he responded to me about it. So I would say those two are probably the coolest. Cool. For me. Cool. Um, Barack Obama. No, I'm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think. Let's see. Gosh, I don't know. Um, Chris Hayes. Chris Hayes. Yeah, the uh, MSNBC's Chris Hayes um, actually follows me on Twitter now. Probably because I begged him. Yeah, you begged him too. Or you had Luke. You had Luke begging. No, I no, I I think I I I did most of the begging, but I think Luke amplified it, which was nice. Um, So MSNBC's Chris Hayes. um, Maybe we can throw out um, Sports Illustrated's Chrissy Teigen at all. Oh, we can do that too. Go ahead. Um, Yeah, she follows me too. Hey, how's it going? I think it was. Did has she liked or responded though to any of your tweets? Yes, she has. Oh, okay. So, and I think third, obviously Dana Wessel. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, That's that. So, thank you, Patrick. Those are awesome. Um, I got to find the person who sent this one in because it's a really good question. Uh, Man, do you want to hum something while we like this? Oh, there we go. Um, Twitter user Tony Norgard asked me to discuss the Counting Crows debut album, August and Everything After, track by track. (laughs) So I'm going to try to do this. There's 11 tracks here. Um, Mandy, if you want to break in on any of these, feel free. This is going to be awesome. This is your rodeo. This, I know. Okay. Uh, 1993 Counting Crows debut album, um, August and Everything After. Track one, round here. Um, let's see. Trouble acting normal when she's nervous! That's uh, my commentary on round here. Um, tracks two and three are Omaha and Mr. Jones. Um, let's see. They're both um, have background vocals by uh, um, the Jayhawks, who I love. I don't know if anyone else knew that, but if you listen to those songs, you'll hear definitely hear Gary Loris and Mark Olson's voices. Obviously, Mr. I'll be Jones. I'll listening again to hear that, though. Yeah, yeah uh, Mr. Jones is their biggest hit. 
Um, you hear it on Cool 108 now because really? we are all steadily marching right towards the grave. Okay, that's clearly not their best song, though. I, no, their most popular song. I know, but it's not their best song, no, it's which not their best. is odd. No, um, not really. It's just how things work sometimes. Okay. Um, Perfect Blue Buildings, I barely remember. Um, track 5, Anna Begins, Never I don't that. remember that one. Uh, time and Time Again. Um, I remember that one. It lists um, Don Dixon as the writer, or one of the writers, and Don Dixon uh, produced R.E.M.'s Reckoning, so he's cool. Um, oh, uh, Rain King. I know that one. Um, that one was um, Robin Abrahamson's favorite Counting Crow song. Robin was in my wedding. Really? He doesn't listen to this. Um, number eight <laughs> is Sullivan Street. Vaguely remember that one. Number nine, Ghost Train. Um, I think... If a train has ghosts on it, that makes it a really cool train. That's what I got. Um, Ten, Raining in Baltimore. Duh. I, you got me. I don't remember that one. And um, Murder of One closes out the album. Um, I think that one got a fair amount of airplay back on the Rev 105, which ended up becoming basically the current. Um, and I think that was a good song. So there, uh, there's all 11 tracks on August and Everything After, discussed by me. So, that's, that's fine with me. Pull up the next one, huh? Um, somebody, I don't know. I don't know if they were seriously asking if we wanted more kids. But um, that, was, that was Matt Wells. Oh, yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Okay, Matt, no. Um, <laughs> the short answer is no. I would say probably about seven years ago, I maybe uh, flirted with the idea a little. I think by that point, Newman was already a, a you know, capital N-O on that one. Um, but no, we're at a good spot. Kids are 18 and 13. I think we're, we're good to go. So no more little kids happening here. Anything to add on there, babe? Um, I think my response to Matt was, if we ever buy a farm, we would have them just so we could have cheap labor to do chores during harvest. I think that was the, uh, <laughs> that's the only, um, thing we would do. Um, let's see. Uh, Fat Assets, I think, had a really good one, right? Yeah, he wanted us to rank all those 90s Oh, rank these 90s bands. Uh, Goo Goo Dolls, Toad the Wet Sprocket, Third Eye Blind, Tonic, Better Than Ezra, Gin Blossoms, Fastball. Uh-huh. Well, it's good. Um, let's see. Number one with a bullet is Jim Blossoms. Um, they're better than Radiohead and Arcade Fire. Um, and I will fight anybody who says different. Um, 
let's see, I found out about you is just the mo- one of the more devastating songs yeah, but I put on Google Dolls. Earth. I put Google Dolls ahead of them. Oh, we have Thunder. We have Thunder in St. Cloud. No, we don't. That is early fireworks. Fireworks? Really? Isn't that early fireworks? That sounds like fireworks. This is fascinating for the listeners. Oh, I guess we're in a thunderstorm oh, morning. Well, we're in a thunderstorm. Oh, this is going to be... Yeah. We should go do this outside. Statement. <laughs> it's dark, but... It's got a special let's weather statement. Um, let's weather see. I'm putting Jim Blossoms at one. Who okay, would you I'm put it? Who would you put I would have put... I'd go with... Um, number one, I said Goo Goo Dolls. Okay. I, I, um, the Goo Goo Dolls catch a lot of flack because they really got... They went poppy. But they, they, oh, they went super I actually poppy. didn't know who they were until they were poppy, so I don't yeah. hold that against them because that's who yeah. they were the whole time I knew who they were. Yeah. Um, I got into them. Um, my friend... Um, oh, oh, boy. That there's... was Thunder. I yes, apologize. Wow, that's really close, Piper. Sorry, we're looking at the radar on Piper's phone right go now, guys. Go to the guys. basement, babe. Yeah. Um, no, do not go I'm to the basement. Don't go to the basement. Um, let's see. Um, my friend Darren from high school, um, his roommate was from Buffalo, and that's where the Goo Goo Dolls are from. And he had a poster of their album, Hold Me Up, on his dorm um, wall when I visited him back in 1990, let's say. Sure, that sounds good. So I picked it up at the Electric Fetus, which is now a uh, 50 tap tap room in St. Cloud. With really good, inexpensive burgers. With really good, inexpensive burgers and fries. Um, it's a really good record. I think it still holds up. I think Fat Assets would back me up on this. Um, they're basically were ripping off the replacements at the time, and then they moved on to ripping off different bands, and they got popular because, well, that's the story of the replacements right there. But that album is really good. Um, it has a cover of Million Miles Away by the Plimsolls, which is one of the oh, best new song. wave. Oh yeah, it's one of the best new wave songs sure. out there. Um, I. Man, I might, I, I'm so torn. If they would have stayed the way that they were originally, you probably would have put them up higher. But because they became more poppy, because they they well did what they needed to do to become popular, you, they dropped down on your list. Is that yes, yes. Good... Because they decided to make money, I'm mad at them. Basically, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's. But I I prefer their older stuff to the stuff that made them very popular. Um, They had the giant song from that terrible Nicolas Cage movie that you love. With Meg Ryan? Yes. The Angels? City of Angels? Oh, God. I will bawl my eyes out. See me? I will yeah, bawl my eyes yeah. out every time I see that movie. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's that's not my thing. And Sipowitz. Sipowitz was in that, too. Sipowitz? He was in? He was an angel. Andy Sipowitz from... Yeah, uh, from <laughs> Did he show his bottom? <laughs> I don't think he so. always showed his bottom on the TV show, so I definitely... <laughs> you don't want to see that angel's bottom this time. <laughs> let's see. Um, let's see. Let's look at that list here. Um, probably next so, on the list for me would be Third Eye Blind. Okay, so Third Eye Blind is number two for you, or are you saying Goo Goo Dolls is two and then Third Eye Blind is three? I would put Goo Goo Dolls too, just okay. based on their previous. So you got. So I would probably flip flop that and have Goo Goo Dolls okay. and Jim Blossoms. So we're okay. Okay. pretty close there. Okay. Um, Third Eye Blind gets the uh, three spots oh. because uh, Semi Charmed Life is yeah, yeah, it's impossible. Perfect. It's impossible to Perfect get out of your time. head. Um, it's terrible, but it's good. No, I, w- I wouldn't even go terrible. I'd say it's legitimately good. No, but... I mean like, oh. it's about math and. Meth is awesome. <laughs> the sport of the, our only sponsor endorses meth. Honey. I will have to get this out of the show. Um, let's see. Uh, I would go next. Boy, that's tough. Better than Ezra. Uh, I know. I would Ooh, go fast. Nope, fastball. They had one song. Um, they had two songs. 
They had The Way, which everyone knows. That's not the one. And then they had um, the one that got sampled in a really bad rap song, the Out of My Head one. That's in like a G Easy song right now. Was I out of my head? Was I out of oh, my head? Oh, yeah, one? yeah, okay. And then they also had the song Fire Escape, which was in like the third season of Friends. Or the second season of okay. Buffy. I can't remember. One of those okay. two. But it was, uh, it's a really, and that actually, that album that The Way Is On holds up pretty well, I think. Um, I would uh, say check that one out in your local used CD bins. If they still have those, it's probably like two ninety nine. It's a good album. Who, what song was Toad in the Wet Sprocket again? I'm sorry, I need to. Um, all I want is to mm. feel this way. Yeah, uh, I know um, uh, Arizona Gopher Girl. Um, now I think Kelly Gopher Girl um, loves Toad the Wet Sprocket, so I okay. will put in a good word for him here. And I know um, my brother Tim loved Toad the Wet Sprocket, so he would, uh, or still loves them. Actually, he's not dead. Sorry, um, he would probably put in a ask for them to be ranked at least above fucking fastball. So. And tonic, I think I really liked tonic. If you for could a while. only see, that's yeah. The, yeah, that's yeah, that's. But a, it was like that one song. That's literally the only song by them that so, I know. So Googly Dolls, Gin Blossoms, Third Eye Blind, and then I'd probably go Better Than Ezra, uh, Fastball, Tonic, Toad the Wet Sprocket. I think that's more than acceptable. Thank you, Ray. That's a great. That, that was, was a great really question. good. Let's see. Next, next, next. Um. Oh. My sister-in-law just texted me about packet pickup for the race on Tuesday. She's okay. a doll. Let's see. <laughs> Colin Hummel wants to know... He just wants to talk about Italy. Italy yeah, fuck you, Colin. Um, let's see. Oh. This is my favorite question. Can we get to this one? Yes, go please? ahead. Please. Becky. Thank you, Becky. Actually, it came from Aaron for Becky. Wondering if Stu is more of a Dean, a Jess, or a Logan. Um, for those of you who aren't aware... I feel like it's odd that you're not aware, but this is a Gilmore Girls question. Uh, Rory Gilmore, the daughter of the show, had three main boyfriends during the whole thing: Dean, Jess, and Logan. Um, I would, if I was to have, if I really had to put Stu in one of those, I would say Dean. Um, <sighs> he's not he's, with minus my min, <laughs> minus all the skulking and the, <laughs> the angst that went along <laughs> with Dean, but the the fact that the litter, the 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 face that I mean, Dean was the smartest out of all of them, and I would say, and I'm gonna get a little sappy here, but Stu's probably one of the smartest people I've ever met, so I that's that's probably why I put him there. Um, she's lived in St. Cloud since 1987, so that's why she thinks I'm one of the smartest people she's ever met. 1991, Nin- sorry. No, oh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Well, thank you. Yeah. Why were you not wanting to be a Dean? What did you want to be? You wanted to be Logan? I wanted to be Jess. I didn't say Dean. Did I say... You said Dean. No, I meant Jess. Okay. Oh, my God. Did I say Dean? Yeah. I meant Jess. I was thinking Jess the whole time, but I said Dean, didn't I? (gasps) No, not Dean. Dean. Dean's bad. I meant Jess. How is Dean bad? Oh, come on, Piper. Go ahead now. Well, you see, Dad could be a Logan, but, like... He's not have to get a little closer. Here. Rich? <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe that's me. But, like, he's very, like, he's, I don't know. He's, I don't know how to explain it, but he's, like, kind of, like. Logan's kind of a con man. Your dad's not a con man. Well, on Twitter he is. <laughs> <laughs> you don't follow him on Twitter, honey? I hear about him on Twitter. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah, I really did not mean to say Dean. I seriously meant to say Jess. And what I think my explanation man? there, my description there. When I said smart, I think everybody knew that I meant Jess, not Dean, because Dean's clearly not. Well, yeah, so. Dad likes books. 
Okay, that's it. Sorry, I totally messed that up. I was super excited about that question, and then I messed up answering it, so let's move on. Let's see. Question <laughs> from Dan Chambers. If Kyle Gibson had to pitch on a Minneapolis winter day, could you warm the city with the heat of his implosion? Um, we covered that already, but yeah, you could. Um, let's see. Next. Um, I'm going to defend Broxy. Oh, really? Why? Which I normally wouldn't do, but somebody mentioned that Broxy wears man tights during dad ball. I believe this is a user, Twitter user Rod Skyhook. Okay. I'm, I've not met you yet. Sorry. But um, I'm, gonna, I, I'm assuming the man tights that Broxy's wearing are some sort of a compression tight. And um, I'm going to say I wear compression tights whenever possible uh, for running. I love them. Um, they're super comfortable. They they do make your legs feel a lot better. So I'm I'm gonna stick up for Broxy on this one. I would wear compression tights whenever possible, and maybe pick up a pair and see how they feel. Aren't every tights compression tights, mom? <laughs> Let's see. Twitter user Moops wants me to talk about Don Lucia's hair. Um, his hair is dumb, and um, the Gopher hockey team fails miserably every year, even though they get they get all the best players. And it makes me laugh every time they fail. Um, so there is my Don Lucia haircut analysis. Um, let's see next. Um, oh, uh, we have a doctor who checked in and asked us to rank the Great Lakes states. Um, I'm just going to throw those out here. They are Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, <laughs> Minnesota, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin, as well as the Canadian province of Ontario. Um, well, that's, that's that's last, Yeah, right? Wisconsin's last. Uh, Scott Walker, uh, go to hell. Um, we'll throw um, Minnesota at the top because we live here and we live here. Um I would say, but let's put Illinois second, just because, you know, it's that house is Chicago. It's got Chicago. Um, and then probably New York. Probably New York. Um, Pennsylvania. Yeah, good coal mines. Ohio. Um, Ohio's got Ohio. Michigan. Ooh. Michigan's got, got two parts. It's got water. It's got the UP. Um, Indiana's got less than Wisconsin, but Scott Walker's not their governor. And Ontario's in Canada. So, let's Which, see. where we might, you know, we might move there at some point. Yeah, we might have to. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's our Great Lakes state rankings, everybody. Um, well, it looks like the, the doctor is I from Michigan. I feel like we didn't Michigan, really so. rank those very well. One of my friends actually lives in Michigan. She's kind of in the UP. She teaches, or she works, she works at the library at a, at a university up there. Which university, honey? Oh, for God's sake. Michigan it. Tech? Let me let me look. There's only one university in the UP. It's Michigan Tech, honey. Is it? Yeah. Okay. In Houghton or Houghton? No. No. Okay, we're, go um, we're going to figure out how many colleges are in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. She's got her phone up right now. What's NMU? Northern, Northern Michigan. Michigan? That is not. That's Michigan Tech is Houghton, so. She lives in Ishpeming. Ishpeming? Mm -hmm. That's not a real place. That was on the last episode of Twin Peaks. <laughs> That's where the, uh, the no, big... So, NMU. Uh, huh. Northern Michigan University. Okay, I think it's a thing. Ha <laughs> um, ha! Let's see. Where are we at on Getting time through there? having small children. Oh, that's yeah, that's a good question. Um, Well, we're going a lot longer than I thought we would. I thought we'd run out of we stuff to talk about 20 minutes yeah. in. Um, I think... You know what? How about uh, peanut butter? I gave her a jar of peanut butter, pretty much. Well, so. She's insane. Sorry, our dog. If 
there's not enough of us paying attention to her, so she gets a little nutty. Uh, she's a, a little, she's a black lab, and uh, those of you that have labs know that they require a lot of attention, and ours is no different, and three of us are home right now, two of us are podcasting, so clearly there's not, and she's not getting enough attention right now. Uh, but anyway, uh, we were also, we were asked about getting through having small children. I believe it was, um... My, uh, big pipes. Big pipes. Big pipes. Nine Koloskis! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's, I don't know, we kind of took turns with the kids, didn't we? Um, no, I think you had both. No, I mean, like, taking care of them. We oh, took turns. Yeah. Like, we took turns, like, at night, like, nobody, I mean, we were both exhausted for mm-hmm. probably a good five years, but. Yeah. Just because. Well, it was more than five years because our kids are well. Our kids are five years apart. So uh, by the time we we were sort of getting out of all of that stuff with the older one, we had our second one. So um, so it was probably it was more than five. Probably more like seven, eight years that we were just exhausted completely. Um, but I don't know. You you know you enjoy the fun stuff and and uh, take turns as much as you can. So it's not the same person. It completely exhausted all the time. And uh, you know eventually they're. Graduating from high school and moving to Montana, and uh, you're wishing they were babies again. So now we're going to go play Cats in the Cradle and uh, drink more wine. So that's that's what I got for that one. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I, I have no advice to offer other than it goes really, really, really goddamn fast. It goes, even though it goes really, really slow when they're really, really young and you don't sleep and you're broke and you're sad and exhausted. Um, well, you only get more broke if, if they are actually involved in any activities. Well, you yeah, get more broke. You're, you're never not broke. Think, it's just oh, different. It's different stages. Think, oh, of broke. I don't have to pay daycare anymore, yeah. and then that daycare money starts going to school activities. Yeah. So. So yeah, it's it's um. Oh, and the oldest the daughter. The oldest one just came home. Hey, babe. So um, yeah, that's uh, the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> Oldest daughter thinks it's cute that we're podcasting. Um, I don't. Do we have anything else? Do we um, want to talk about well, Twin Peaks really quick? Just or? one second here. Wilkie, our good friend Rob Wilkie, wants to know your favorite beer. My favorite beer is Surly Bear. But he wants to. He's wondering, is it? Is he's like, or he asked. You said, well, of course, but like extra citra, overrated, or he's wondering. Like Michael Bolton, do you celebrate the entire Surly catalog? Um, I do celebrate the entire Surly catalog, but the one I celebrate the most, I think Todd the Axeman is my favorite. It's just a perfect IPA. So. I personally would go with um, um, Cynic. I really like Cynic. Underrated. It's an underrated beer. It's 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 not everybody's favorite. It's it's probably not the taste that everybody really likes, but I'm I'm a big fan of Cynic. It's a really good beer. It's a Saison, which I know it turns off a lot of people because of that banana clove thing, but they hop it up to a degree where it's not a traditional Saison. And um, if you haven't tried Cynic, um, I would suggest that you do because it's it's super. Um, there's pasta on the top shelf, hon. I'm just trying to lead my daughter to the leftovers. Um, um, let's see. I think that's... Is that I it? think those are the questions. It just needs to be done at first. We're talking about paying cell phone bills right now. Um, 
Yeah, I think that's it. I think we can go to Twin Peaks if you want to come oh, yeah, yes. Somebody, Because somebody said they hoped we talked about Dougie Jones the whole time. Okay, Dougie was not in the last episode. Everything else was in the last episode. Dougie's starting to piss me off, really. Well, well no, because he's just trying his best, hon. He just wants to <laughs> do insurance <laughs> stuff, and... So, um... The last episode was very strange. The last episode, um basically talked about the creation of evil in America. Um, it involved sooty woodsmen. It involved uh, hybrid lizard grasshoppers crawling into young girls' mouths. It involved the atomic bomb. It involved um, like an old opera house with the giant and a Zaftig um, blonde woman. That is one of my favorite words. Zaftig. Blonde woman or Zaftig? Zaftig, yeah. Um, it was just one of the weirdest things I've ever seen on American television. Um, I've watched it twice now. I don't know that I quite have my arms around it yet. I saw some people hated it. I saw that a lot of people really, really liked it because it's just so goddamn weird. And I think I'm in the second boat. I really enjoyed it, but I can't necessarily justify why I enjoyed it other than it was really fun to look at. I am... I sorry about the pause there. Um, I'm parenting. Parenting doesn't stop when they're 18. You still parent a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm, I've, I've, I've been super excited about Twin Peaks, and I think I talked about this the last time I was, I, I got to, to co-host on this. Um, I was super excited about this to start, and I'm still excited. I'm still enjoying it. Um, I am in that camp though that needs them to move it along just a little bit. So I guess the last couple of episodes have probably um, been good for me. I mean, yeah, this last one probably didn't move anything forward, but it at least gave a lot of, I felt it like it gave some information. So that was good for me. Um, I am not great with the slow buildup, which is clearly what they're doing. Um, I, I, I need... I need more. I need something to happen. I, I think I'm. I think my biggest issue is I totally. I, I think I really miss Agent Cooper, and there's a small little part of me that wonders if the Chris Isaac character from Firewalk with Me is going to show up at some point. Uh, most of you maybe don't know that I um, Chris Isaac is on my laminated card, and uh, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't mind if if you know they found him. That would be nice. He ended up under one of the. If you you probably the trailer I, you, park. he ended up in the trailer park. He went to go reach for the ring, and or reach for that that ring, and went just kept going and went underneath uh, one of the trailers. So we never saw him again. So I thought maybe this would be a great time for him to resurface, but I haven't seen anything that's saying that, that he's going to come back. Um, I just yeah, I'm looking for some forward progress. So I hope I think the last couple episodes have have helped with that. Without throwing too many spoilers out there. There's probably some people who are saving all the episodes to watch at the end, kind of like we're doing with the Americans. We've saved everything, and now we're going to watch them all at one time. But, um, but yeah, I think keep going, if, if, especially if you're just starting it and you're feeling like it's, it's slow. Keep, keep going with it because I think it keeps getting better. Yeah, the uh, episode uh, before the uh, crazy one was basically almost like a Law & Order episode. They just kept knocking down little plot points, and there was a lot of exposition, and... 
it actually advanced a lot of the things that were happening. Oh, there was a um, moment that Dougie was kind of kick-ass where you were yeah. like, ooh, there's Agent Cooper. Yeah, and the arm was yelling at him to, like, squeeze his hand off. Yeah. Squeeze his hand. Yeah, yeah. that was very... It was <laughs> like there was some Agent Cooper coming in there, so yeah. that was kind of fun. Yeah, and then there was this episode, which is just bananas, B-A-N-A-N-A-S, um, and I loved it, And but I can't justify it, so... Anyway, um, we have two weeks to marinate on whatever that was. Um, this is the water. Sorry. That was. He's been saying stuff like that the last few days. That's Drink been a little creepy. And descend. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it was it was something else, and I again I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like that. My regret is that it wasn't on ABC. And letting all the people who watch NCIS and, you know, whatever is on network television now, Last Man Standing or whatever, have that, that in got, their, in that their brain that's pans. A, that's, a, that's, a, that's a touchy subject for people. What, what's a touchy subject? That Last Man Standing show. Oh, the Tim... Oh, yeah, they, uh, they canceled that Tim Allen show and now they just show abortions on it, so... <laughs> um, that's really kind of weird. I, so I, I think Obama's uh, the one in charge of that, so... Sorry. I'm, we're gonna lose. That might have been a little much. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> You're gonna lose some listeners on that one. Yeah, we'll get over it. Um, anyway, I think that's the extent of it. Um, you have anything else you want to say, hon? Um, I probably should have talked about my running partner when we were talking about running. My running partner Liz, uh, <laughs> who's actually who's this is all out there now. Who's out, uh, she's actually pregnant now, but she's still faster than I am. And uh, I'm hoping that over the next month when she's finally getting somewhat of a bump um, and maybe she'll start slowing down a little bit and I will speed up again and maybe in a month or so we can start running together again at the same pace. So I realized a little bit ago after the running segment that I hadn't brought her up and I probably should have. So sorry, Liz. Sorry, Liz. You're awesome. <laughs> um, okay, I think we're going to call it a show. God, we're 47 minutes. This, man. We, just, we, we should start doing this. We just did. Um, okay. Well, thanks for listening. Hopefully we'll have other, uh, guys or women, anybody really on the Dave, show. Dave offered. Dave. Yes. Uh, uh, weather Dave or whiskey Dave. He has offered to join us and bring the whiskey. So, and we can, and then, um, Josh was unavailable tonight. He was at the uh, St. Cloud rocks game tonight. So, um, you've got, uh, you got us, you got the Newmans tonight. So. Maybe the next time, the next time there's a St. Cloud show, we'll probably get those two involved. I think we should get those two involved next time. I think that'd be fun. I think that would work. So, but thank you everybody we'll for listening. We'll be heavily intoxicated because well, Dave well, promised yeah, to bring whiskey. Yeah, that's everyone. He already all the bottle he gave us at Celia's grad party. Oh yeah. You have to share that since we talked about the grad party. Oh yeah, uh, Dave uh, gave us a bottle of Booker's uh, bourbon for uh, Celia's graduation. Um, and it's got a little, it's like in a little glass case, and it says in case of cats in the cradle, like break glass. So um, that'll probably be about the end of August when we uh, break. Newman got a little misty on that one. Yeah, I always do. Um, I'm <laughs> just a wuss. So anyway, um, we love all of our listeners. Thank you for tuning into this mess. Um, we will talk to you maybe next week. Yeah, we'll talk to you next week. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.